Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? I'm Vaughn. I'm Jenny. Thanks for rocking with us. And you're listening to Chameleon Love. Hey. What's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Chameleon Love. I'm one half of your amazing co-host, Vaughn, here with my wife, Jenny. Hey, hey. It's your favorite couple's favorite couple again. And here back on the podcast for the second time, we have two of the co-hosts of The Wash one of my favorite podcasts, if not my favorite podcast right now, and I listen to every Monday coming at you. I have the Archie Carter. Yeah, yeah. And we have Tony Romeo. Yeah, man. We're back. Oh, yeah. We never Appreciate left. y'all. We just no. stay in the studio. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come back it was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the mics back on. So, um, so today we got a, um, um, a good topic, and we're talking about the vulnerability of men. Why is it hard for us as men to be vulnerable? Tony, what you think? Why, why, why is it so hard for strong men for, to be vulnerable? And I'm talking about in a sense of when you meet a girl, you're in a relationship, maybe she becomes your girlfriend and eventually your wife or so forth. Why is it so hard for us to get to that point? Um, just because I don't want to give that up on the first time. Like, I don't want to let her know that I can cry. I don't want to let her know that... I got to let her know that I'm that strong man. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can't let her know that it's a part of me that sometimes I feel bad inside because that's like showing weakness. And you want to be able to protect your person, your wife. You see what I'm saying? Or your your lady at that time, right? So that's the way I think most men think. So you're 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 in a relationship. You're you're married. Yeah, just about ten years. Ten years, man. Congratulations, yeah. congratulations! Yeah. If I had some applause, I'd, I'd 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 give you the applause. All thanks, all thanks to Archie Carter. <laughs> you're welcome. Look at him playing matchmaker over there. You're welcome. Chuck Woolery over there. Yeah. You know, two and two. Okay. <laughs> so, whenever you first met your wife, um, how long would you say it took for you to to become vulnerable? We ain't gonna give her a big <laughs> head like that. <laughs> um, it was a while. I was married. I was married before. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I before was, you I, start being vulnerable. Yeah, I was. I was married, and we was deep in it before. I gave her all of that. Was this like some months, years? Maybe about a couple of months, mm-hmm. a couple of months. Uh, but you got to be at that, and you got to know that this is the person for me. And I don't think, I think if we wasn't married, I don't think that I would still give her all of that. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It so. does. What, what, what about you, Archie? <laughs> uh... When did my lady first see me cry, or was I just, vulnerable? Just, just like, when? Wanna, when did like? I go straight to crying. You know what I'm thinking <laughs> about? Sensitive. I want to ask, I want to ask you a question. I was gonna say, yeah. Who did you see cry first? Think about the time frame, and, and me or your wife? It was you. How did that make you feel? Well, you're my brother. You know well, I was saying? about to say at, you you you've known him longer yeah. than you've well, known Rainbow. At the right? time, at the time, and, and I'm a, I'm gonna go back. No, what I was speaking on is like, was it in the first year of knowing her or the first year of knowing me? Oh, who did you see cry first? Because friend. you saw me cry 
when Hurricane Katrina hit. Yeah, and, and see, and you was at, we was at the radio station, and I walked in the studio uh-huh. and kind of just broke down. Yeah, but that's that's a legit time to cry yeah. though. But but at, you you gotta understand that that time was so surreal for me because like we 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 were cool, but now I consider him as my brother now. <clears throat> so at the time, it was like. That's just my man, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm like, but dog, I gotta be here for my man, you know what I'm saying? So I think that was like the turning point in our relationship right mm. there, you know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. I uh, got you. But you know? um, so is it, it, it is it harder for you to be vulnerable around a woman, or is or is it kind of the same whether it's a male or female? Dog, I'm a crybaby. I get into my emotional bag and. It's it's something I learned to do since becoming a parent. I was going to ask mm, that. I was okay. going to say when I have two little when, girls yeah. that you can't you can't be yeah. a grizzly bear all the time. Sometimes yeah. you got to be Teddy rough rough yeah. skin out here. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> so you mean we had like we got to have a girl for him? Though? I look. I ain't, ain't got nothing to do with that. Do it. Hey, let's do it. Yeah, I'm in the heat. The heat that, castle heat. That ain't happening. Yeah, it's. Well, my, it's I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you go. Ahead. Well, what, ha- what happened was yeah. I realized that little girls are like little women with little feelings, mm-hmm. and you can't be that around them. Yeah. Like my girls saw me cry this past summer for the first time, mm-hmm. and that kind of blew their minds. Mm-hmm. But for me, man, I'm so in touch with like my emotions. I learned that like a good cry is is, is good, man. Like I could be watching TV, mm-hmm. something happened on TV, and it just kind of hit me. Yeah, I'm about to cry right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or or I could see something good happen for somebody, yeah. and I'm like, and I wasn't always that way. Yeah. But having kids and then life just kind of makes you sometimes just soften up and just want to let them walls down and cry but as far as in relationships I've always been like in touch with my feelings Mm -hmm. because I feel like if I'm dealing with you on an emotional level you got to kind of know where I'm at emotionally because if I'm just riding the car and and Jodeci come on I start crying don't think I'm about to (laughs) drive off the bridge I mean forever my lady just hit me so I, I think it's just Depending on who you are, really. You know, yeah. everybody's yeah. not built like that. I mean, let me ask you. You said, you know, having little girls brings out a different part of you, right? Yeah. And I think it's important that you say, um, that you teach your daughters that it's okay to see a man cry. I think that's Even with that. my son, when he cries, I talk to him. And I tell him. What is that conversation? Yeah, I was going to say, what does that conversation um, sound like? Even though he's a kid. I still like to impute things in him. Mm-hmm. Every night before he goes to bed, I tell him, you had a good day, you're a good man, get some good sleep, you got a good life. You know, just impute things in him all the time. So when he's crying, I hold him and I tell him, it's okay to cry, cry through it, calm down, and, you know, whatever happened. He may not understand, it may not connect, but I feel like I have to let him know that it's okay. Yeah. Because my stepfather... He didn't play that. Yeah, neither did my dad. My stepfather yeah. used to pay other kids from the neighborhood to come in our yard and fight me. Mm. Wow. 
Like, cause he thought I was soft because of my temperament. Mm. I'm only, I'm real relaxed and cool because I know Tony know. Yeah. When it's on, it's, it's on. game time. Yeah. Like we, now was that learned? Do you think that was learned? Is it what you saw in your environment that taught you to be that way? My Is mom taught me to you? be that way. Okay. Because my mom um, always worked two or three jobs. And she said, I don't have time to come to the school because you cutting up. Right. So I would just take a lot, bullying. Uh. So one day I told my mom, I said, Ma, look, they messing with me. She said, all right, you go to school and handle what you need to handle, I'm going to handle the principal. I went to school the next day and fought everybody. <laughs> I fought on a bus. I fought at the school. I fought walking home. Yeah, it was swinging on. like Trey on boys in the yeah, hood in the air. I was, I was Cuba good now. <laughs> and, uh, and from that day, I didn't really have an issue. Because, pe- you know, people think just because you don't react, you don't, you know, they can just push and push and right, push. Right. But like they say, don't poke the bear because, yeah. you know, and like I say, Tony, unfortunately, we've been in some situations where oh, my goodness. I'm always, <laughs> I'm jumping out the window first. And, and it, might, it might lead to some crying. But yeah. <laughs> I think that, so with me, and I'm sure my wife will vouch, um, mm-hmm. It's it's hard for me to be vulnerable. Uh, I'm I think I'm getting better at it, Ooh. but it's 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 still it's still a challenge. And I think trust the process. <laughs> well, I, how long is the process? <laughs> I think Just trust it. Right, right, right. <laughs> What's vulnerable to you? Because you cried at your wedding. I did cry. Oh. At my wedding. Did you cry at your wedding? I like did. that's a big day. We almost did. Almost, you should have. Nah, I cried. I cried he when my first son was born. Okay. Um, Why? What do you think made you connect with that yeah, moment? Yeah, like a baby. Because I knew I, I've always known I was going to be a father at some point in time in my life. I always just had it in my mind, even as a kid. Like I know I'm gonna be a dad one day, and to see that come to fruition, and to know that I have a human being that came from me. Mm-hmm. Um, that my wife and I have now created and I'm solely responsible for and he's solely dependent on me at least for the next 18 years. Right. Like, it was just something that was just joyful about that. I, think, I didn't expect to cry, but it came I think over me. it's good and bad that you, like I said, I'm waterworks over here. Like, certain movies I watch, I cry at the same, <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. Yeah. Because I think your tears might have like, or your vulnerability has a different value than mine to your mm-hmm. wife. Because I saw my mom cry one time in my life. Wow. And that was when my sister graduated high school. And from that point, I knew how important education was because my mom cried at yeah. my sister's graduation. So, like, it, it's not bad, but like I said, your tears, when, when she sees you vulnerable or crying, then she know. She know. She, she, cause it's she, a big she know. deal. I, I can go, and I have gone years. two, three years without crying. And I don't wear yeah. that as a badge of honor, but that's just the reality of my lack of vulnerability. And I think it comes from, as a child, I had two younger brothers that I had to look after and I didn't grow up in the best of environments in my in my household. So 
in you in my eyes, no, I didn't right. That, I didn't have time to it. cry. I didn't have time yeah. to cry and worry about my feelings that's because key. I had to take care of my brothers. Whatever situation that was going on, my first priority as an older brother was to make sure that my younger brothers were good. So if they're crying, I can't be sitting up here. And I've learned this at a 10, 11, 12 year old age. I can't be sitting up here crying. And I got my brothers to worry about because they see me crying, then they're going to panic even more. Right. It's a so, big deal. Like I said, right. your, 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 your tears are currency. Right. Yeah. Like I have a homeboy. His father passed away when we were in high school, and he had like five siblings that he immediately became responsible for. Mm. So he started coming to school in his work uniform. Mm. He would leave school and walk to work and walk home, but he would come to my house, and that's where he would have his moments. Mm-hmm. But outside the world and to his family, he couldn't have those moments. Yeah. So, like, and he just kind of hid that from them. But I saw it. But me seeing it is different than them seeing it. Yeah. Like I said, because I guess certain people's vulnerability and tears is just currency and it means more. Yeah. And and I think it's about how you was raised, too. Like, like growing up, I... It's one time that I recall my, my, my father crying, and that's when uh, my uncle passed, and my uncle kind of, like, raised my dad, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, that's the only time I remember seeing my father cry. Mm-hmm. And it was a quick second, too. And I'm like, you know, because I look at my dad like my Superman, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Your dad so, is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the like the only time, and I I remember um, a couple of years ago, I got pulled over, whatever, and it was a bad situation because I wasn't doing anything, and the first person I could think about was my dad, mm. and like he wasn't at home at the time, so I waited, and I was like, oh man, I gotta see my dad, and I gave him a hug, and he just helped me, and like mm. that. That I have a question for the room. Mm-hmm. Last time we spoke, it was about interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you think that black boys, I don't make it racial, but black boys aren't allowed to be vulnerable? Because coming up, we taught to be tough. Yeah. Shake it off. Don't cry. Is, is that a, because I've never seen like a white family. I think that's a cultural thing. And I think it does stem from, back in the day because we had to be tough mm-hmm. like like you know you're not gonna let more. any man the white man whoever man yeah. keep us down like you, you you get up you keep trying you keep fighting you keep fighting you keep fighting so if that's instilled into your great granddad who instilled into your granddad who instilled into your it's dad you know or, or 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 your mom then it's gonna be instilled into you just by default and i think that was with me like my mom isn't the softest person. Right. She isn't the easiest person to mm-hmm. love. My mom has a huge heart, but she isn't the easiest person to love. And she knows that. Mm-mm. And I love yeah. my mom to death, but I she, she's a tough woman. And I learned that from her. My, my dad is a tough man. I, I learned that. My granddad. Circumstances taught so, her how to be that and kind of shaped her. And also she grew up in Jersey. Yeah. Jersey City, New Jersey. That's a pretty gritty place. If you ever I been there. there. <laughs> yeah. I live in Jersey City. So, I'm I've originally from Elizabeth. Jersey City. Yeah. I've lived 
Yeah. So when you got Newark, Jersey City, just across the Hudson River from New York and all the boroughs and all that stuff, like all of that around there, the attitude is kill or be killed type type thing. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Because when you when you aren't allowed to be vulnerable, that cuts off a lot of feelings in the spectrum mm-hmm. of feelings. It's good and bad. I think it's good for your drive. I think it's bad for your internal emotions because yeah. you don't have anywhere you don't know how to deal with those emotions. So if you're taught that as a kid, when you become adult, you got all these emotions that you don't know how to deal with. They can be outlets or 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 end up being, you know, bullets to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Your words can end up being bullets to somebody else. And I remember her telling me because again, I was rough around the edges when she met when she met me. I don't I don't cry a lot. I don't I was kind of cold. Yeah. And very so cool. she used to always tell me like your delivery is off. She's a very sensitive person, mm-hmm. sensitive cancer. She's very sensitive. Her family, w- how she grew up in her household, they hug on each other. They tell each other they love each other 10 times before they get off the phone. Stuff like Kiss that. Kiss each other. And we see, ain't my, do all that. My family, my mom, her siblings, and my grandmother, that generation don't do that. But me and my mm-hmm. cousins, all the time. Mm. And we decided that we weren't going to be like that. Right. So we like, we just going to communicate more so and talk more. you guys changed that, that, right. that narrative. Changed yeah. the narrative. And I had a thing when I was dating, like when I met a woman, I would ask them, like, have you ever thought about killing yourself? Mm. Why is that? Because I felt that when you start having those thoughts, you're at your lowest point. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I knew I couldn't handle somebody, me meeting them and them going through their lowest point. Oh, okay. mm. But if you've been there and I'm talking to you, that means you've come you know, out of it. it. Yeah. So you know how that's to handle it and handle that's, yourself. That's, that's interesting. Because I didn't have that Content. in me. Right. Not that I didn't care. I just yeah. couldn't carry that. And that maybe burden, that's me yeah. not wanting to be right. vulnerable, but I couldn't carry your things and my things. Actually, I think I think that's important because you just knew your limit. Right. You know, you know your limits. It's you know, you know what you can and can't handle, and that's just not something that you could carry. You know, like you said, it's not something you want to go. Because that, like you said, that's you. you. You somebody experiences a low for the first time, they're gonna touch all kind Huge. of feelings yeah. Yeah. that they don't know how to deal with, and you're not gonna know how to react because mm-hmm. they don't know what they're going through. So. It was something I always asked people. And it people, could just be bad for everybody. And they looked at me yeah. crazy, but once I got to explain it, and if you even answer that question, then you will be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and then we can have that exchange. Yeah. But, yeah, I would ask people that, and they would look at me crazy. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> why is he <laughs> trying to get in my air? Are you trying? <laughs> what was funny is the, the first movie me and my wife went to go see on a date was – um. My favorite movie of all time now is The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. And that was a long movie. It was a you, good movie. You know how bad I wanted to cry in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over like. Wait, you didn't cry? You held it in? He like, man, these allergies. It was dark. Allergies, <laughs> it was allergies dark. is thick in this movie there. It was dark. <laughs> the pollen in yeah, this movie there. Yeah, hey, my allergies are acting, acting up. up. Am I got any clearing in here? <laughs> man, but, um, yeah, I think she caught me a, a little. Yeah. 
you know, love, tear, you know, I had to wipe it off a little bit. <laughs> but I didn't want to cry. Yeah. I didn't want to cry because I didn't want her to see me like that. But I think that may have worked to my advantage. Do you feel like that makes you, like, less of a man by your definition of a man? Because my uncle, he, he said he always wanted a job because he saw his daddy getting up and going to work. Uh-huh. So he thought... That's what a man what did. Man does, yeah. yeah, he always wanted to, a job. He always wanted to smell good because that's his little boy memories of his dad. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think your definition of a man would that make you softer or weaker? No, I I just don't think I wanted her to see that part of me yet. You know, you're just playing so, hard to get. Well, sometimes you you just you hold back because you don't want that person to get all of you. Because what happened if we don't go nowhere? Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you there. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you telling your little girlfriends, oh, I made him cry. <laughs> he cried in the movie. It was real He cried watching Lion King. Uh, <laughs> I got a sensitive thug. <laughs> <laughs> sensitive thugs, y'all so all need hugs. That's what so, Jay-Z said. So let me just ask now, Tony, do you think that you're just, you're more comfortable with being vulnerable now? You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, especially with my wife, like we talk about everything. Like she's my best friend, so um, I cry. We we do anything together, you know. So it, it, it's definitely I'm open book now. I'm I'm in there now. That's good. I'm I'm still I'm still a work in progress. But babe, let me let me ask you. You know me as well as anybody on this earth knows me. Like how how would you say? I am in terms of the vulnerability department. Mm. Well, I I definitely think that you've come a long way. We've been dating for about 10 years and Mm -hmm. married for six. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I'm really proud of where you are now and as it relates to vulnerability. Um, There's still some points where... I just I, I see you struggle sometimes with our sons, so I think mm-hmm. that's an important thing too. Uh, our sons, we have three sons, three different dynamics, and I think it was so interesting, you know, the way God God created that because our first son is very compassionate to the T, but he's emotional, and that's me. Our second son is you through and through. <laughs> I always I say. Tice is compassionate. Ace is <laughs> empathetic. Okay? He will console you, but if you take too long to get over it, <laughs> he's out. <laughs> and that's, that's him. And I think that Devon does a really good job. He can he can easily relate to Ace because it's like dealing with you. Um, it's harder for you to deal so much sometimes in dealing with Tice because he does require a lot more hands-on mm-hmm. um, conversation and care and those conversations you know aren't you that you have with your daughters and sometimes you say your sons and that sort of thing to talk out their emotions um that's what we're you know you've been learning to do and i think that you do you know you're doing a better job at letting tyson just cry and just letting him hold his emotions as long as you don't stay there i don't think that that's a you know that's see that's my i think that's my biggest problem and i don't mean to cut you off there but I i think that's my that's my biggest problem is Letting him get his emotions out and then learning what's the appropriate time to be like, all right, you've been in your emotions for this amount of time. It's time to come out of it. And 
I probably need to do a better job in just letting him get in his feelings for a little bit longer or whatever because I'll give him 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and I'm like, all right, bro. You, you've been crying for 30 seconds. It's, yeah. it's time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to move on. Now, yeah. if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's something like physical that's physically hurting him, then I'm a lot more lenient. But if it's something that's just he's just in his feelings because I told him that he couldn't watch TV or whatever and he crying for five minutes and I, I, I just, I don't know. I, but I think sometimes a lot of that is that you can't put, and with men – and I'm, I'll pose a question to you guys in, in a few minutes, in, in another minute. But I think the problem is, is that you don't give your t- yourself time enough to get work through your emotions. Like, what is that? Why do you feel Many that Many of us way? don't know how to work yeah, through our emotions. Yeah, with like, me, what is it just you're feeling? I, I cry a lot, and I'm very open with how I feel, but I internalize everything. Yeah. Like, I have things going on in my head. It's always something going on in my head. Mm-hmm. Something about something work related, something personal. I'm creating something. I'm writing something. So much going on in my head. I got to worry about. I'm driving. I'm traveling. So, aside from when I really have that time to myself to really ask myself, "Hey, Archie, yeah. how are you really feeling?" I don't have time to process it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't give yourself time to feel to even know how you're feeling. So you might come off aggravated, angry, snappy, and then you have to reel yourself back in because then you're projecting Mm -hmm. those feelings you didn't deal with onto other people. Right. I think the thing that you, uh, a point that you make, Archie, is that, you know, you're, it's easy for you to just cry it out, right? And so when dating, you know, when you're dating someone, I would venture to say that as a woman, if I am dating someone who just cries and I know what they're feeling and when they're feeling it, then it, to me, lets me know that something's wrong. How do I fix it? I go in the, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from versus my husband who doesn't cry and goes into, is dealing with his emotions, but then right. I have to, I feel like I have to dig and, and pull and, and pray. And it's, it's frustrating to me sometimes because he says, and I'm like, baby, you okay? I know you're not okay. I've been with you for 10 years. Like, I know you're not okay. You can sit up here and tell me that. But then he's like, you know, you keep on asking, you know, that bothers me when you keep asking. But what I, 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 I'm, we're working for him to understand is that I ask because I care. I ask because I want to know. I ask because sometimes I feel like that vulnerability, it prevents me not the lack of lack thereof what? prevents me from actually being there for him the way I need. When me and my lady first started dating, I told her, I said, if I ever tell you to leave me alone, do that mm. because I'm. Yeah. Let me process, process it. Yeah. Then I get. And with then you. I'll come back. But when and you I have told a woman who's nurturing and, and want. That's me. You just want him to feel better. Yeah. That's that's how I am. When, like. Yeah. If anything ever happened to my 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 uh, children, I'm not the one to take them to the hospital. Yeah. Cause I'm on a doctor. Like I need this fixed. I need this fixed now. I don't need my child in pain. Whatever you got back there, bring it out. And that's me. And I know it don't work like that. Yeah. It's a process. So I told her that, and she learned that. Like when I say that, let me deal with this. Then I can talk to you. But a lot of times, women just want you to feel better, and it's just a this is a weird dynamic. 
you well, know, we just want to talk. Have, I think we just want to talk about you, it. You guys, <laughs> I, you guys, y'all like, uh, nah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I actually don't want to talk about it. Let, let me ask you a question, Jen. So like, if, if Devon, when y'all first met, whatever, if he was this guy that cried and everything, would that be a turn off to you? Like, would you be like, look at this dude right here? You see what I'm saying? So I dated somebody that didn't have a problem crying, and he's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to tell that story. His name's not Divine. Divine, he's just sitting to Divine. my right, right. ladies right. and gentlemen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I didn't. What I appreciated in that was just that I knew I wouldn't. I I appreciated just knowing that something was wrong. I think with Divine, would I have a problem with that? I don't. I don't think I would. It, it's circumstantial. Now, if he was just but in the corner, right, yes. And if he was, so you're asking me if he were to do that now? No, no. In okay. the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. I, would, I think I would just, it really just depends on the circumstances. Again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the behind heat is sitting to my right. It depends. Not it really. That yeah, other guy. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it de- it depends on the circumstance. Like I, I, if he was one of, if he was a guy that cried all the time, you know, stayed in his room, I would think that something was wrong. I would. How then do ask women him, feel when they see men cry? I think it makes us feel. It depends on the woman. Number one, it depends. You know, it depends on them. I and can't where they see are. a woman cry. That's I, like the worst. I does, when, it, does, when does it make I see, you cry if you see a woman man, cry? I, yeah, I, it, it's terrible, especially if it's an ugly cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so Devon, when I see him cry, I know he's hurt. That's and why I say that, his tears have a different currency yeah, than mine. Like, I cry at Patch Adams. Yeah. <laughs> when they but I know, I know, I now know he's hurt because. It takes so much for him he's to cry. He's either hurt or he's hurt, y'all having he's, another son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, something well, like that. That's exactly what happened. Or we having found another out we child. Having I'm talking about the first. Having one. another child. <laughs> I'm talking about the first one. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I like to see him cry here and you know here and there. It just lets me know that he's in tune with his emotions and that it's it's healthy for you. Well, what to, what you it know, is to get is like you still have layers of him to. To peel back. True, right? true. So that means you guys' relationship is still evolving yeah. after 16 years. That's, that's the, really not bad. Yeah. That's the chameleon love. It might, yeah. it might seem like, oh, Divine's not changing. No, he's changing a little. Mm-hmm. But that just means you got more Divine to know and no. love. And, you know, so, like you said, with the kid aspect. So y'all get to, one day you're going to yeah. be watching uh, Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he'll just bust that crying. But what I do see in Divine is that our sons, I see a love like I've never seen before, ever. You know, I could never, knowing Devon now and seeing him with our sons and seeing how he loves me and, and how he uh, shows, demonstrates his love to me and our boys see it. He, th- it makes them. That's important. S- it makes them vulnerable now, That's and they're just little boys. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't feel like they have to hold their emotions. They don't feel like they have to keep things to themselves. You know, Tyson is very vocal when it comes down to how he feels, and Ace is very vocal. Kano kind of just is mellow. Um, but well, that's going to help. Yeah. In in the future, when they when they are growing and older, they mm-hmm. can communicate better with you, right? right. With Divine, so. It's not as frustrating because I know 
you don't want to hear a kid screaming. Yeah. And you're like, what's wrong? And they can't tell, tell you, you what's wrong because yeah. they can't communicate. That's right. how they communicate. You right. just know something's wrong. So you go down a checklist. You got all your fingers and mm-hmm. toes. You're wet. You're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know what to do. Right. So right. when they you know get older, you know, that communication is going to make that less frustrating. Mm-hmm. But, you know, time is the big gap. Yeah. Right. So. And I, I just love to love that our boys give divine um the opportunity to be vulnerable, like in ways that he's never been able to. And that depending, I mean, both of us grew up in very unloving households and we always say I don't want to say unloving. I think uh, they were more dysfunctional. Well, dysfunctional. Ours was unloving. Mine was unloving. I'll let him, (laughs) it wasn't very loving. It wasn't a lot of love in my house. Not not very much. So especially between our parents, my parents didn't love each other. They maybe at one point they did, but they didn't. Um, So I, I just, I I grew up to just kind of, you know, not really vocalize how I felt about, my emotions and verbalize how I feel about my emotions and be in tune with them. Right. But my mom is a very emotional person. She, my family, you know, are very loving and caring. And like he said, they're kissy face people. And that's what it is. And when I met him, that just wasn't the case. You know, he was like, yo, I don't, my family don't do hugs like that. And nope. I was like, <laughs> we don't even look what's each other wrong in the with eyes. <laughs> what's wrong with you guys? And he was like, well, listen, you and your brothers tell each other that you love each other a million times. And we just don't. That's but not I, we I do. am, yeah. I'm now, I've gotten better with like probably just maybe four years ago telling my homies, like, before we get off the phone, hey, bro, I love you. Yeah. Right. Like, or, or or before we part ways, I'm like, all right, bro, love you. Yeah. Like, I just got to that point. And it feels good to actually say that to, like, guys that I consider my brothers, mm-hmm. that they aren't my blood brothers, but I consider them right. my blood brothers, or I consider yeah. them my, you know, close enough to be my brothers. And I don't mind telling them, I love you. And it doesn't sound awkward as it would have sounded when I was younger, maybe 10, 15 years ago. It would have sounded a little awkward to me saying. You would have had to say no homo. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I would have had to say, ah, oh, bro, you know, I, I, ain't, I ain't talking about like, like that. But now it's just like like me and my boy Nick. Every time my boy Nick lives in Massachusetts, we might only see each other one time a year. We just went to Vegas together. That's the first time I saw Nick this year. Right. So we only see each other like once, maybe twice a year, but mainly once a year. But we talk to each other multiple times a week. Every time before we get off the phone, he'd be like, all right, bro, love you. And like that means a lot. Or I'll talk to my brothers, my real brothers, Tracy and Money now. I'll talk to my real brothers, and I'll be like, all right, bro, love you. And I make sure I make it a point to say that before we get off the phone because a I truly mean it because those are my brothers those are my guys like yeah. you know what I'm saying like I had a hand in raising them so yeah if anything was to happen to them I'm I'm no right. good for a minute you know yeah. what I'm saying so but then also my extended brothers uh, my close homies tell them the same thing so well it's like the know, last episode I uh expressed gratitude to you right like I said I believe in giving people their flowers to let people know that not only do you value their time, but you value them. Right. And right. as far as families not telling each other this, this, and that, sometimes you just don't like your family. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's true. That's real you talk. You can't choose your family. I, right? I, I don't like you. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you. It's that. not going to change. It might not change. So, yeah. you know, it's well, all. Man, I, think, I, 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 I will say 
and I, and I just want to open this to you real, you guys real quick. You know, does vulnerability with the homies, can that transition into relationships? Like, how do you guys distinguish that? Are you more vulnerable with each other? Well, yeah, I'm I not mean, sure what you asked. So, right. would... I would say you said translate to relationships, meaning yeah, what? like your personal relationships, like your um, uh, in a relationship uh, with your your lady, your so are are you yeah. asking can a brotherhood help you yes, open up to be go. more vulnerable to, to in your relationships? Mate? Nah, I don't I don't think so. You don't think cause, so? Because love between brothers is different. Like okay. every time Tony messaged me, I cuss him out. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, I cuss him out. Yeah. So and so, if you see those glass matches, yeah, that's like how Mario do me. I always say, that's how Mario do me. If the group chats ever get out, we all in trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the ship's going down. I think it's just different love. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm not gonna love them how I love my lady, but love is, is different. Yeah. But nah, because some guys love their homies and don't love their ladies. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. So I don't think it's a taught behavior. I think it's just a choice. Like I said, once you choose to be vulnerable with somebody and let them in, you let them in all the way. So, yeah. But yeah, I literally cuss Tony out every day. <laughs> now that's love. What's up? So, um, you know, you never had... Uh, and we talked about this. Me and Archie talked about this on, uh, on the podcast. And I spoke for every man. I said, every man... That's had that sympathy cry. Oh boy! Just to get some. Oh boy! You you had that sympathy cry before? I did in college. Yeah, yeah. I told I did you. In college, we malik. I can't even say the word. Manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I d- I did in college. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I yeah. Did. If man. the group chats ever get out, <laughs> we all going down. Had that sympathy cry. But like oh, J. Man. Cole said the best, man, love yours. Yep. That's literally all That's you it. can do. That's it. No such love thing yours. Life is better than yours. <clears throat> and love people where they are. I think that's the important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know. Well, man, we, again, appreciate you, y'all coming on um, our podcast again. If, uh, if, if you haven't heard it already, again, check out, man, an amazing podcast called The Wash, man. They uh, drop an episode every Monday. Um, they just celebrated their one-year anniversary of the podcast, so check them out. Um, you guys want to give out your social medias? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. The Archie Carter across the board, T-H-E-A-R-C-H-I-E-C-A-R-T-E-R. Archie Carter on Facebook and The Watch Podcast each and every Monday featuring myself, The Archie Carter, and my guy, Tony Romeo. And mine is... Um Tony Romeo on everything, T-O-N-E-Y-R-O-M-E-O. And you can reach me at Vaughn underscore Tuff. That's V-O-N underscore T-U-F-F. You can also reach us um, at the, um, at, um, sorry, on IG at Chameleon Love Podcast and also on Facebook at Devon and Jennifer Heath. Reach me at I'm Jenny Grind on IG. And we appreciate you guys. Again, um, we, uh, again, appreciate you guys just to echo what, uh, Jen said, uh, your homework assignment is to go on Apple podcasts, go on Google podcasts, go on wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe. We want you to rate, we want you to review and just, uh, sit back and listen and enjoy some dope content from both podcasts. Um, again, we appreciate, uh, you guys from the wash. 
the Archie Carter, Tony Romeo, uh, from me, Devon, and my wife, Jennifer. We appreciate y'all rocking with us and y'all listening to Chameleon, Chameleon Love. Love.